Oh yeah, Thought Dump Podcast number six. Um, thank you for checking us out, everybody. Uh, getting some downloads after the hiatus. It's uh, good to still see the support. Um, if you want to check us out on Facebook, social media, anything like that on Facebook, it's the Thought Dump Podcast. It's just a page. Um, Instagram, Thought Dump Podcast. On Twitter, it's Thought Dump Pod and the number one. Um, this week's show, we talk a little bit about Halloween, road safety, blood orgies, and uh, traumatizing children. <laughs> it's a pretty fun one. Um, if you guys are interested in hearing more of the theme song, it is provided and owned by the Hope Dealers. Um, you can check them out uh, on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, anywhere you uh, get music, iTunes, Google Play. They got stuff on there. They just released uh, three new songs this October. Uh, they're all pretty fucking awesome. So go ahead and check that out. Give them like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. And uh, go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, and share. We would appreciate that. And we do appreciate the people that are liking and sharing as well already on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, let's get into this thing. Thanks, guys. This one was, uh, what one? UFC Fight Night 161. And, um, you wanted to start out talking about, what is it, Mike Mike Davis? Uh, Mike Davis and Thomas Gifford. Yeah, so I initially came in during the, uh, main card, so you saw this first. What was your initial thoughts on it when you first saw it? Because I watched it after the fact you showed me. I mean... It was a good fight overall. Uh, I thought Davis, you know, just showed complete dominance out there against Gifford. Yeah. Uh, Me personally, I mean, you probably could have ended it in the first round. Uh, Possibly. I mean, it it just depends. I mean, I guess you could have gave it, uh, you know, let it go as long as it did as well. But yeah. I don't know, a lot of unnecessary damage, you know. I do agree with Michael Bisping uh, to a point uh, of saying, you know, at a certain point you should just call, call it, you know, especially as coaches and uh, all that, especially when his dad's out there. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't want yeah. to, uh, you know, see my own son get knocked out, especially <laughs> that way. That was yeah. pretty brutal. He definitely ate the canvas. Yeah, I've seen a lot of knockouts that are like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome, and then... You yeah. see the ones, and then say, "Oh man, that's that's bad." And, and he did. took a lot of damage before that. So, and I know you also said that you agreed with uh, Bisping on the assessment of the ref. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. There's just got to be a certain point to where it's just like you can see the fighter is done, and especially when the guy's getting dropped with those hard leg kicks, you can see the <laughs> yeah. person he's fighting is cool with you know, if, you know. He's cool with it being stopped. You know, yeah. you could just tell just from the way his uh, uh, body behavior is uh, reacting. And I don't know. The ref was just like, 
you know, oh, here, here you go. Uh, let's stand it up. It's like, yeah, that, uh, that was weird. Yeah, it's like you don't have to do that every single time. Like, you could see the dudes getting up. Like, I don't know. Just looked a little green, in my opinion. I mean, I know I'm not a ref myself, but. And he, and he kept saying, like, he kept looking at Davis, like, do you want it up? Yeah. When dude was yeah. on his back. So I get it. Like, if he, if Davis, like, okay, so he kicks uh, Gifford in the leg and knocks him down. Yeah. And he doesn't want to engage and he starts backing up. I can see the ref stepping in there. Yeah. And standing him up because that's just like a lull in the action, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um,. But as far as like the striking and stuff go, I feel like he was getting outclassed. I could see by the stats over here. He's definitely getting fucking oh, outclassed 100%. on the feet. But like we had a differing opinion because you agreed more with Bisbing, who was obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, the pro. And I'm a, not a fucking professional, but I just feel more like the f- he signed up for it. And he was eating a lot of big shots, but it wasn't really until the end is when his legs gave out and he finally started to buckle and all that stuff. So it's just really weird to me. I can see both sides of it, but I just am used to, I guess I'm used to refs stopping it way too early. Yeah. You know, because the dude was still kind of defending himself, even though he was completely outclassed. So, you know, that I, I don't know. It's just weird to me the how everything works like that. He's... What do you do in that situation? He's getting fucked up, but he's not, like, technically out. You know what I'm saying? I guess he would just have to play it by, you know, ear. Uh, Especially when, you know, like, I'll give you a good example with that fight as the end of the first round. You know, he got clipped pretty hard with some hard shots that just, you know, landed in the right spot. and Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when he went to the ground, just was demolishing him, like, completely dismantled uh Gifford's ground game. <laughs> yeah, and that dude's jujitsu. Yeah, and that's what he's special right? at. Yeah, know, yeah. His specialty. Yeah. Uh so I mean, me personally, I would have been okay if it was stopped there, but I was also okay that it wasn't stopped. And then in the second round, you know, he ate a lot of damage. He may not have been, you know, dropped uh I think he was only dropped twice in that fight. Uh or knocked down uh Gifford was. Yeah. But Overall, I mean, he ate a lot of damage, and that's the thing that I'm talking about overall. There's just got to be, you know, a point. You know, stopping on the uh, chair doesn't make you a pussy, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So, would you say that it was more... like I get it, the ref is in there to stop the fight, but in this fight specifically, do you think that call to stop the action early would be more on the ref's choice or the the corner to throw in the towel if their fighter is getting the shit kicked out of them? Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I would say it's probably a mixture of the two. Like, the corner themselves should be able to see, like, hey, you know, you can't stand with this guy. You're yeah. good at jujitsu. Try to get him down. You know, you have five minutes to try to get him down. Don't just try to box him, you know. Uh, I know he tried, you know, uh, a couple different takedowns, but none of them were succeeding because he wasn't, you know, uh, putting any anything before it to set it up. You <laughs> yeah, know, he yeah. was just going for it. Uh, More like for desperation. Broke. Yes. Yeah, shooting for your life, as Connor would say. Uh So his coaches should see, like, hey, you know, he's, you know, he's just surviving at this point. And uh, 
the ref himself should see this guy's taking a lot of damage, and especially when he is getting uh, those knockdowns. Uh, you know, I don't know. It it it's just it's a hard call, but at the same time, I mean, me as a as a fight fan, I don't like seeing fighters, especially when they're on the younger side, taking damage that they yeah. uh, don't necessarily need to take. Yeah, Bisping was very very vocal about that too, <clears throat> saying this is taking years off this dude's fight career and yeah. potential life. You know, and I mean that's coming from you know him, <laughs> yeah, coming out saying he's got one eye yeah. and all that. He's stuff. been fighting for a fucking minute. Well, yeah, obviously that... retired now, but, you know. <laughs> Shit, he's still in shape enough to come back. Yeah, I don't know if he would. He's about to get knee surgery. Uh, yeah. So, that sucks, but I'm glad he's, you know, moved on to yeah. do the analyst work yeah, he's and doing a lot make of a great good things. living after that in his podcast. I don't know if you listen to his podcast, believe you me. Uh, I do. I love it. I I've that's one of those podcasts that I've I've listened to from the beginning. Yeah, you know, so I think I've caught every single episode of it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm more f- more of a fan of Bisbing. Yeah, uh, on the that side of the podcast, but uh, you're not a big fan of Louis J. Gomez. Uh, I mean, he's funny, but uh, I think he can be a little hot headed sometimes. <laughs> well, he he's one of those guys like that. Too big for his britches. I didn't like him at first. Yeah. But he grew on me for sure. You yeah, know? I mean, he, I think he's funny and stuff. Just you know, I, I I've seen a couple of videos of him exploding on some other you know comedians <laughs> that you can yeah, tell they're yeah. like not fight worthy. Yeah, he's well, just like, I'll take you outside. Yeah, I think that's just like uh, the whole New York attitude. Yeah. You know, it's what like I'm man, saying? you know, you could beat them up. Just leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see that uh, that amateur MMA fight that he did with his uh, with another comedian? Yeah, didn't he win that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he fucked that dude yeah. up. And that's what's Bisping funny. was in his corner, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's cool. And, oh, fuck, I can't remember the the other guy's name because this is just coming right off the top of my head. The yeah. dude that he fought another comedian is pissing me off. But he actually had martial arts training before in his life. And uh, the other comedian, yeah, or? yeah, I think he was a Muay Thai fighter, or at least trained Muay Thai back in the day. But uh, yeah, anyway, switching gears to. Uh, you wanted to talk about also uh, Nico Price and James Vick. Yes, talk about a beautiful upkick <laughs> KO. Yeah. And to segue this, that was supposed to be the ref that refed the uh, what Gifford. Yeah, the Davis Gifford fight. Yeah, and uh, they're like, oh well, we took it. They the athletic commission took him off the assignment. So it's after thinking about that, I'm wondering if they took it. Uh, took him off because of the things that Bisbing was saying, or if it was because they themselves also thought that uh, Gifford was taking too much damage and should have been, you know. Yeah, I I think it might have been maybe the UFC kind of getting in their ear about it because most of the time you don't see the athletic commissions really understanding yeah. too much about martial arts and fight. Like, like for example, uh, when the athletic commission on the Holly Holm Durandamy fight like she got hit twice after the bell oh my goodness ended up losing the fight and then tried to appeal it and they're like nah we're not gonna overturn it it's like what the hell yeah she should have at least gotten an immediate uh, immediate rematch yeah I would have but Durandamy runs yeah as we see (laughs) she's back now isn't she yeah but it's like oh cyborg I'm good on that what's she called the iron lady yeah yeah but, um, anyways, James Vick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that motherfucker? Oh man, you know, 
he's kind of heading down the path of Rockhold, in my opinion, especially because yeah. he's on a four lo- four loss uh, sh- streak now. He's lost uh, three out of the four by KO. <laughs> Damn. And then you know the the other loss was still a battle, but he still you know got clipped pretty good in yeah. that as well. So it's just like, how long do you need at this point to rest the chin? Yeah, and this was his uh, was it welterweight debut? Yes, I do believe. Damn. So he didn't really have you know the advantages uh, he would put in his previous fights. Yeah, I think Gagey took his soul. Oh my goodness, he really out. did. Looked like he was trying to do a cartwheel off the fence. Yeah. <laughs> So that was his soul escaping. That fight didn't last very long. And uh, I think all his knockouts were, what, first, second round? Uh, I want to say the Gaethje one was in the first round. Barboza was, what, second possibly? Yeah, first or first second, or I want to say. Yeah, yeah it's fucking rough. Paul dude. Felder beat his ass pretty good, too. Yeah, and I don't know. It's like, what do you, what do, you do from here? Because you can't really tell a fighter when they should retire. Yeah, but what does the UFC do at this point? Because, yeah, I, I mean, in my opinion, you know, you can't sell Vic at this point. You know, it's hard for him to sell himself. Yeah, he had, and he had a lot of hype. Yeah. Because uh, he was on a, I can't remember the uh, actual streak number that he was on, but I know that Before he was on a Gaethje fucking fight. tear. Yeah, he was on a and tear. even after the Gaethje fight. Uh, Versus uh, Felder. He had a, he had hype going into that. Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, like, he still had some hype going into that. But at this yeah, point... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, because that was a, his, like, just because it broke his streak, you know? Yeah. Oh, that could have just been because he was fighting Gaethje, who's got fucking bombs in his gloves. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm Look saying? where he's at. Yeah. Damn, dude. He's moving up, too. He's one one fight, you would say? One fight From and the then title? a title shot? Yeah, I mean, me, personally, that's what I would say, but the UFC, I mean... Yeah, well, fuck them. Money. Yeah, if the fans are like, we want to see Gaethje yeah. fight Khabib, you know, if Khabib Ferguson wins. should be next. Yeah, for, for, sure. for sure. But getting back to the Vic knockout <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with yeah, Price. Yeah. Uh, oh, that shit was rough. Man, it was just so beautiful because he thought, you know, uh, Vic thought that he had uh, Nico. You know, he thought he had him. He was mm-hmm. trying to land those bombs. Yeah, you could see the urgency in uh, Vic's face. Yeah, he's like, "Here, I'm gonna stack guard. And nothing's gonna happen." Yes, and <laughs> oh my gosh, just straight heel to the jaw. Yeah, and you could hear that thing. Yes, you could hear it. That sounded horrible, and he was out. Yeah, out cold. Those punches minute. afterwards weren't yeah. even needed, but they were still, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like from the angle it was at. I I didn't. I couldn't tell that he was out. You already knew I saw yeah, it. Yeah, you're fucking yelling, he's out, he's out. And I'm like, uh, I, I understood. It like, was when beautiful. He was, if you haven't seen it, check oh, yeah. it out. Yeah, look that shit up. Yeah, and what was it, the second ever The second ever. knockout and, yeah. in UFC history? Second upkick, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was, uh, I think it might have been uh, John Fitch was the first one. Uh, way I'm back sure, in the day. Yeah. Way back in the day. And, uh, yeah, I've I've been hearing a lot of shit about Nico Price in a good way. Yeah, uh, from Matt Sarah. His losses were only against you know other you know big hype guys. Yeah, and he's fucking shredded. He looks like a superhero. I think he has one or two losses. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I think that's good though, for a fighter like when they have you know especially earlier in the career. Yeah, they've had to deal with that adversity before. Like, you know. 
Khabib hasn't lost yet. But it's only a matter of time before, like, if he sticks around much longer, you know, what unless he, like, decides to have one or two more fights and they go his way and then he decides to call it quits. But, yeah. You know, I, I honestly like Ferguson's chances in that fight just because he keeps it busy on the ground. Oh, yeah, he is no bitch on the ground and he is <laughs> yeah. willing, you know, put me on my back, I'll try to submit you. Yeah. And that's one thing I really like to see in... Uh, Strain off the path a little bit is uh, the Luis Pena fight. Oh, yeah. Is every time he was put on his back, yeah. you know, he was pushing submissions and, you know, just deep defending really good. That's, yeah. That's exactly what Tony will do. He was on, uh, Pena was on Twitter uh, talking about he got robbed in that fight. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Rounds one and two were close, but round, I mean, not two, sorry, one and uh, three were close, and yeah. two was Pena's all the way. Yeah, I don't remember the exact fight. I remember watching him fight, but I don't remember the stats, so I wasn't, like, super paying attention to it. So I just got, got in fresh from getting that new tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> getting inked up. Oh, fucking bad boy. Um. So... Luis Pena, you saw him on the Contender Series. Uh, yeah. And I know that you like his fighting style, but I don't know. There's just something about him. Not a fan of him. <laughs> yeah. Violent Bob Ross. Yeah. Uh, I just like that he always keeps you guessing. Just, you know, he's willing to try a flying knee and then afterwards, you know, maybe hit you with an elbow. Yeah. You know. Now that you mentioned that flying knee, I do remember seeing that in that fight yeah. that he had. That was a beautiful fucking flying knee. And he knee loves throwing the knees. fuck out of that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even when they were in the clinch, it was constant, constant work. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from his fighting at all, but it's just one of those things yeah, like... Yeah, you can like a person's fighting, but like them as a person... Like, you don't know what it like, is about yeah. him. You're just not necessarily a fan of yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? I don't... Because, I mean, that's how I feel about Usman. I don't like Usman, but he's a good fighter, and I appreciate his fighting style. I mean, he demolished Woodley. I mean, (laughs) you know, Woodley's over here like, you know. He's like, hey, let me just lay on my back this whole time. (laughs) Not that it would be easy to get up from Usman, but it's like, Woodley, you were talking all that shit about your wrestling. Yeah, it was kind of like nothing the entire fight. and Even he said it himself, you know. Yeah. But, you know, could have just had a bad yeah, night at the happens. office is what it is. I think um, the title got into his head. So the Nico Price uh, fight, do you want to keep talking about that? Anything that you uh, saw? Or you other than it was next? a beautiful knockout. And in all honesty, James Vick, he kind of asked for this little <laughs> losing streak. Just the shit he was talking, oh, yeah. you know, in I'm the, the beginning. working. Hardest working guy. Yeah. So, other than that, sorry, James Vick. Yeah. Congratulations, That's, Nico Price. Yeah, it's definitely rough for Vick. Yeah. Not a huge Vick fan, but yeah, me you know, neither. But the, like I was talking about on the game. last time that we talked about uh, these fights, is like it's it's entertaining to see knockouts and stuff, but then at the same time, you realize the damage that it's done mm-hmm. to the person. That's like that's fucking rough. Some people, when they get CTE, yep, it fucking just eats them up, and then other people are lucky and don't get it at all. It's a rough game. And so... The uh, Cub Swanson and Crone Gracie fight. All right. I kind of saw this one coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I watched uh, Chael break it down uh-huh. beforehand. I did not get to see that. I I pretty much agreed to a T with what he was saying, and I'm not just like reiterating his views or anything like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Chael said it, so yeah. that's what I believe or anything, but... Crumb was coming into this fight. I'm pretty sure this was either his fifth or sixth pro fight in total. And uh, this would be his sixth. Yeah, so that it's his sixth pro MMA fight. And it was his second UFC fight, I yeah. believe. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I beat uh, Alex Caceres rear naked choke the first time. Yes. Which was beautiful. If, uh, they Round one. Yep. Uh, the Gracie breakdown on YouTube mm-hmm. actually showed the adjustments he made to finish that choke and it's really really beautiful if anybody wanted to check that out uh gracie breakdown and alex is no slouch on the ground either yeah they, they were going th- they were breaking it all down like his defense against the choke and everything mm-hmm. like that's high level shit yeah you know and uh but, anyway, but to put know, him up against cub swanson right after that fight that's a little much yeah you and, know? and that's what i'm saying because chael was like not necessarily bashing crone but he's like i'm not Giving this guy a chance at all, basically. No. 37 fights total for Cub Swanson versus Crone 6. Yeah. You know? And what I will say is... Uh, Experience. Yeah, coming into that fight, like, I I didn't think Crone was going to win, necessarily. Because, he definitely had a chance. Because Cub is a black belt as well yeah. on the ground, but... I, to me, it all boiled down to the experience level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, where I was at. Cub's not a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He can stuff a takedown. Exactly. And he did. You know? Yeah. Uh, did did that get to the ground at uh, all? Crumb's I know favor? there was some clinch work. There might have been some ground, but it was, you know, very minimal to the, uh, the most. Yeah. So, I think Crone did a really good job in that he didn't get finished or anything. And it was it was a nice you know, I mean it was back pretty and good forth on the boxing. feet. The first but, round was definitely Cubs with the boxing though, and yeah. then after that I think Crone started kind of getting his rhythm down. Yeah, but you know it's just one of those things like Crone I think did a really good job with the experience and level that he's at in and his he's, career against a a fucking vet. Yeah, <laughs> he's know? even practicing his boxing with the Diaz, right? Yeah, uh, Diaz Boxing Academy or something like that. Uh, or I think it's specifically called. the Diaz brothers. Yeah, I yeah. think specifically them. And you know, you could tell like the way he's covering up. <laughs> Cub yeah. was just like teeing off on him while he was covering I'm surprised up. Surprised we didn't see to... any slaps. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, Stockton slap from the Gracies. Yeah, you can slap somebody pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think Crone's gonna go far. He will in, in the time. UFC. They yeah. need to not rush him. He's definitely not like a CM Punk type. No disrespect to CM Punk, you know. Yeah, I mean, because he's, he's actually got fights. But. Yeah, I can't believe he's talking about a third one. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it. You know, in the beginning, I was very anti CM Punk, but at this point, I can see he wants to do it and he has the heart and yeah. drive to do it. Especially his last fight, you know. <laughs> I was that jackass in the beginning, like, oh, dude, I. You know, I, I've i never seen anybody just come in to the UFC and win with no prior fights. But yeah. I figured him training with uh, Rufus Sport and all those people, Anthony Pettis' gym, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I feel like that he would have had a heard better shot. You know? Pettis talk about him. But, yeah. But then again, comes down to the whole experience thing. Yeah. But, you know, Crone comes in. 
he's been training jujitsu his whole entire life. So, yeah. you know, it's like you said, you know, the Gracies are basically born black belts. <laughs> yeah. They come out with a black belt yeah. on their waist. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to the next fight who we got, uh, Joanna uh, and yep, karate hottie, the karate hottie. Yeah. Michelle yes. Watterson, Joanna, it was unfortunate for the moms that night. <laughs> yeah. The mo- the two mothers on the card lost. Uh, if I'm being honest, I uh, saw this one coming. Uh, yes. Uh, I did too. I thought M- Michelle's biggest strength in that fight would be her, cra- uh, her karate. <laughs> karate. Uh, her karate style, uh, yeah. especially her sidekick. Uh and uh like to the knee or uh to the body oh okay and just okay. even just to the head i think she landed it maybe once or twice in the fight and then every yeah. every time other she every other time she threw it it was very uh apparent yeah it's know. like she was spamming it yeah it's some, <laughs> spamming I mean, the x button front kicks once again she got to the point to where it was survival yeah five rounds of survival and i feel like i mean obviously Joanna looked fucking good. Oh, amazing. Like, she looked Ioana good. of old. But one of the things that got me was how broken her fucking foot was going into that last round. I feel like it's one of those John Jones situations. If there was one more round after that, doctors probably would have stopped that. Let me tell you this, since you didn't know. I found out uh, early this morning that it broke in round two. Yeah. And it was broken from round two all the way through. And it's like. When did it start getting swollen, though? I didn't, I'm not sure. <laughs> so I didn't notice it until the end of round yeah. four. And I was like, holy shit, she's got a balloon on her foot. Just that one side of her body's pregnant, you I, know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when uh, they started noticing themselves because that's when I started noticing. But like, Jesus Christ, dude. Went back and okay, yeah, round pop. two. So, Damn. man. And she was thrown it hard in round three and four. I remember. Oh that. yeah, and that's got to get into your opponent's head. You got a swollen, broken foot, and you're still kicking with it. Brings me back to Uriah Hall. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. She, they probably could have like, no, it was like that coming into the fight. <laughs> yeah, how's your toe? Some of the wildest shit I've ever yeah. heard. Oh, no, it was like that. My bone was sticking out of my skin. <laughs> yeah, and, and my bleeding. toe was to the side, just dangling <laughs> off before I got into this fight. Yeah, it's cool. Dude, that rose has stock in my opinion. Like, Uriah Hall just looked like a fucking robot in that fight. Yes, if you have not seen that fight, go back and <laughs> yeah. check that out. Can't remember who he was fighting, but you'll know. Just have yeah. Uriah Hall <laughs> yeah. uh, and, fucked up or something. And I think that was when he was, like, on the newer side in the UFC because he had that uh, Ultimate Fighter spinning heel kick knockout of that one yeah, dude. That so he beautiful. had some hype behind him. Mm-hmm. That's what sucks though. It's like because he had self-admitted like he had trouble pulling the trigger because he doesn't like hurting people. Yeah, and he, he also had a people. little bit of an issue with stamina and uh, ground game. Like yeah. if he would have just practiced ground game a little bit more, he probably would have been you know able to hold the pressure of others. Yeah. Um. So this fight, Joanna and uh, Karate Hottie, it was in jeopardy. If anybody didn't know, because allegedly Joanna told the UFC about a week in advance that she might not make the weight. And I did not know about this until you told me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Michelle Watterson was like, well, I'm definitely 100% not going to fight her if that's the case. 
Because that'd be giving up more of an advantage of what she was already losing, you know. Yeah. So, against her. let me ask you this. If you're a karate hottie, even though you're not a girl, but you're still hot, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were in her shoes and they're like, hey, there's a chance that she might miss weight, would you still take the fight and get that extra money from, I think it's 25% of Joanna's purse? Okay. Or would you say... Nah, fuck that. I'm trying to fight in the right weight class. And because uh, I feel like your stock goes up if you beat somebody who misses weight. Yeah. But, you know. Okay, me personally, if I was if I was Michelle Watterson, right? Yeah. And I was Joanna, I would uh, invite Joanna back to my room and probably scissor her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just grinding. Yeah, I would just be like, you know what? Let's just get it out of the way. We'll yeah. get that weight down. Yeah. We'll uh, grind it out of you. <laughs> get that. We'll get this room smelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so no. That's somebody cooking meat in here. <laughs> this bacon? <laughs> yeah, bacon bodies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, um, in all honesty, I wouldn't mad at Michelle if she didn't want to fight but at the same time it's like you would be getting extra money I mean she did lose so she would have been getting more money on top of you know what she's making for losing Uh, but I mean me personally I think I would just go for it it depends on how much they lose or not lose but how much they miss the weight by like if it's a couple pounds you know Oh well, you know it is what it is. Both pe- both fighters are going to rehydrate, you know, within the next day, anyways, and uh, have more weight on them. Uh, but if it's like they're missing by ten pounds, <laughs> yeah. you know, plus it's like nah, I'm yeah, good. like Mackenzie Dern, yeah, like no that shit was ridiculous. <laughs> and she ended up beating the woman, beating yeah. the well, person, I think, yeah, by knockout. Yeah, that time I was going to say this time, I'm pretty sure she made the weight, even though she lost. Yeah. So I had right. She made the weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking milking it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a mom. <laughs> yeah. But they had, I can't remember who it was on the sidelines. Um, they had, uh, you know, with my toxic masculinity, some chick. I don't know who it <laughs> yeah, was. Some other female. Some professional woman. Yes. Uh, she was talking about uh, within that, because Mackenzie Dern just had a baby like four months ago, I think. Yeah. And she was saying. Are you talking about the analyst on ESPN? Uh, I'm not sure if it was an analyst or if it was just like somebody from her camp or whatever. Because oh, okay. you know how like they had Trevor Whitman kind of interjecting mm-hmm. at some points. So I don't yeah. know if it was something like that. But she was saying that uh, after you have a kid that your metabolism runs higher. So that's what helped her make the weight. I believe that. <laughs> and fucking Bisbang. Oh, man, that's an unfair advantage. <laughs> Obviously joking. But yeah. Anyways, you know, I, I wanted her to win that fight. I know we weren't specifically going to talk about it, but yeah. Uh, I think the person she was fighting was Amanda Hebus. Yeah, I think uh, Hebus. Brazilian, yeah. R-I-B-A-S. She just dismantled her yeah. from round to round. Yep, but, you know, it's a still young first fights. loss. Yeah, still so, young fights. Yeah, 7-1 and one now. They're fighters. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it in the future. And plus, I mean, coming back after just having a baby four months ago. Yeah. That's like <laughs> she got she left the hospital straight to a camp, like, <laughs> you know. She's she's got the baby with her. She's wearing one of those chest straps, like on a what is it the the Hangover, where uh, Galifianakis yeah, has that baby. Yeah. yeah, she's like that in the end camp with the baby on her fucking chest. <laughs> Could you imagine? 
wearing it like a backpack. I feel like that would have its advantages and disadvantages. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's say, you know, you're riding your bike like that, which I don't think you should. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, you fall cardio. and it's like you brace for your, you know, most yeah. people brace for their face and their head. But yeah. just land on that baby. <laughs> so is there anything else that you wanted to uh, talk about or address in the uh, Watterson you want to fight? Uh, no, I mean, Waterston's a beast. She'll be back. She's still young. And they're both young, you know, uh, 30s, I think, early 30s, if that. Yeah. Uh, so, other than that, it was a good fight. Yeah. And plus, it seems like, uh, you know, no disrespect to women, but they kind of have more longevity in their career. Yeah. Because they're not getting hit by fucking 250-pound heavyweights. Yeah. I mean, we know? are seeing more knockouts yeah. as yeah. the years go on. Considering, you know, from the very beginning of women's MMA. Yeah, and I was thinking that, not trying to come back to the Dern fight. And not being condescending to any women uh, fighters out there. Yeah, sure you are. (laughs) Sure (laughs) you are. my toxic masculinity. (laughs) So, yeah, like that's what I was thinking, because she ate a couple (laughs) shots, like big shots from Amanda Hebus, and I was like, if those were two dudes fighting. Mm -hmm. Done. Yeah. Same with the Watterson and Michelle fight. I mean, yeah. they were throwing some fast punches, like a couple of alley cats just yeah. scrapping it out. Oh, dude, and then towards the end of that fight when, like, a Watterson would, like, land one or two shots and then Joanna just, here, take this fucking six-piece. Yeah. You know, she was she was putting those combos <laughs> and they were, together. And they were all precise. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful combos. And uh, how long has uh, Michelle been fighting? Do you know? Because I know Joanna's been uh, fighting for a minute. I'm not sure. I would say probably less than Joanna, but not far off. Uh, I couldn't give you a precise number off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a fucking minute. Joanna going all the way back to the Muay Thai days. Yeah. Shevchenko. Well, I think they said she's got like... Don't want to over-exaggerate, but I thought they said like 200-something <laughs> yeah. fights bro to science. Her. Yeah. Bro science yeah, at this exactly. point. Um, anyways, speaking of fucking fighting, do you know what? I'm glad that I've not heard like any fucking UFC fighters or MMA fighters talking about so far. What? One of the things I fucking hate is when you hear somebody just like flapping their gums. Oh yeah. They, they might be tough, but I'm crazy. Yeah. You (laughs) can't, you can't. Stop or I'm crazy. from this place. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. I didn't know you being from that, you know, general region yeah, yeah. of land made you more of a hard ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I they, can understand, you know, there's bad areas and yeah. shit to grow up in, but you know, saying you came from a, a whole general area is just, you know. Yeah, I mean, because that that's just stupid. Or the whole fucking everyone does that anymore. Oh, dude, I I fucking black out when I fight. I uh, see yeah. red. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. I come back and it just people are on the ground. My knuckles are bloody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't want to fight me, dude. I, I black out. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I fucking black out. It's like, well, yeah, probably because you got knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the only reason you're blacking out is because you're waking up off the ground. What the fuck happened? Or you got a fucking issue yeah. that you need to address because who knows yeah. what you're capable yeah. of. Do you imagine I'm getting fucking road rage just blacking out while they're driving, dude? Doing 120, <laughs> smashing it and everything yeah. they see. I've seen some shit like that oh, before. Yeah. yeah, dude. Did I ever tell you about this... Uh, uh, this big Indian dude, uh, like 
I, I don't know the fucking correct way to say it. The like Native American. Yeah, Native uh, American. Native That's American fine. guy my dad used to work for. Yeah. Uh, his name was Clint. Mm-hmm. And his wife, um, she had a seizure while she was driving. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, I mean, it, I don't know if anyone hears this part, uh, you know, in Heath, Ohio, where Red Lobster is. Uh, yeah. Okay, so she was, like, coming towards Heath and Walmart. Uh-huh. So Red Lobster was on the left side of the road. Uh-huh. She went all the way across that traffic. Wow. All That's those like lanes. three lanes, four lanes almost. Four, including the middle lane where people yeah. turn. Um, fucking smashed into the Red Lobster sign. Oh, my God. Yeah. And obviously ended up dying. Oh, cause, wow. Cause when because she, of it? Because when she oh, seizured, wow. it fucking pinned the gas. Oh, goodness. Dude. And that rough. sign is what? Like cement? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cement wow. barriers at the bottom Jeez. of it. Yeah, that's rough. And then... Uh, you said you need the person? Uh, my dad. It was my dad's old boss's wife. Oh, gotcha. And he ended up dying as that, well. Oh, wow. That's still sad. You yeah. Know, any loss of life. Yeah. And Clint, at this point, because my dad knew him from uh, doing like uh, construction type work, digging ditches and all that stuff. So Clint was kind of like the handyman like that. And he ended up uh, passing away as well. He was uh, cutting down a, a tree for somebody. And ended up having a tree accident. I, I'm yeah. not sure if the tree fell and like smashed him or whatever, but I do know he was up in the tree when the accident happened. And all I could think about was, you know, those kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were all adults at the yeah. time. Not saying that makes it any fucking easier by any means, but I couldn't imagine losing both my parents like that. You know, and I'm pretty sure it was only a couple years apart. Yeah, yeah. and and that's crazy how that happens sometimes. Is one person will go and then another person will go yeah. in that family not long after. It's like, why does the, I don't know. I don't understand why things like that happen. Yeah, it's rough. I uh, had a couple of people from my school that happened to <clears throat> and I, I won't name names, yeah. but uh, it all happened within a family, a few siblings. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's like, God damn. Life's fucking crazy, yeah, dude. I think I know what you're talking about as well. And that, yeah, the, it's, uh, life is definitely <laughs> one of those things where anything can happen at any given moment so you just gotta enjoy it while it's here and Mm -hmm. love the people you know that are close to you and keep on keeping on yeah speaking of uh you know enjoying life and paying attention and all that shit and traffic while we're on this subject i was on the way to the uh store today Uh and uh right there at the crosswalk usually when you're fucking crossing the road you try to get across yeah you know so there was three people walking across the intersection, and it's all busy. The first dude that, like, you know, jogged across how mm-hmm. people usually would. The other two people coming through, they were fucking eating, just strolling across the fucking road, yeah. taking their time. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with About these people? set out a picnic blanket and shit yeah, it's and like just I, set up shop. Yeah, it's like I get it that, you, you know, you technically have the right of way because you have the light and all that shit. But somebody could come flying through there, yeah. not see you. There, there was a car coming. I didn't know if they were going to stop or not. It's crazy how many people just assume that a light is going to be Safe. their protection <laughs> yeah. barrier against <laughs> yeah. everything. It's like, no, I'm always, you know, got to be alert. Oh, yeah. I'm always double checking that shit. Also, to write off what you were, uh, you know, talking about uh, driving on the highway, I've noticed where... 
there will be another road road merging onto the highway highway and uh it's crazy the amount of times people will just merge over oh yeah without even looking over <laughs> it's like they have both hands on the wheel and they're staring straight ahead they know you're looking at them they can i'm sure they can just feel you looking at them yeah well, you know, they own the road. But they're in robot course. mode. Yeah, and it's yeah. like they just get over. They, it's like, if I don't move, you will hit me. Yeah. And you don't give a shit, but I give a shit. Yeah. So, so I, I was talking to my dad about that shit because he drives on the highway a lot, too. Yeah. And obviously, where we work and how we're away from home, we're always on the highway yeah. and we see a bunch two hours, of shit. Two hours of driving. Yeah, day. yeah. An hour there, an hour yeah. back. And uh, so... We always see a bunch of crazy shit. And I was talking to my dad about all this stuff that we're seeing. Yeah. Semi-wrecks, car wrecks, all this bullshit. Shit on fire. And he was telling me, you know, no matter how much you're paying attention, you can only do so much. And there's always that person out there that can cause shit to happen. But just because you're always paying attention doesn't mean you can't also be that person. Yeah. You know? So I've made mistakes. Yeah. And I've noticed that on this drive, you know, we've been making it for a fucking minute. So I'm, you know, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it. My anxiety is not as high because yeah. I'm used to the route. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I better stay on my fucking P's and Q's still because we're on the highway. Yeah. You know, some, some asshole could cut across four lanes of traffic without their turn signal. Mm-hmm. I not see them end up clipping them just because, you know, I'm used to driving it so much, but I, I still obviously check my blind spots and all that stuff. But it's like, it's just like a you know a part of human nature. You just get used to the routine, and you kind of take it for granted a little bit. Like, oh, you know, I'm used to this shit. So yep. And then that's when mistakes happen. In all honesty. Yeah. Boom. Dead. Yep. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> I mean, on the highway. That's a laugh you can't, about you can't it, fuck around with yeah, the highway. Yeah, especially driving. at high speeds like that. Yeah. I almost shit my pants a couple weeks ago, and or last week, or no, yeah, two weeks ago. You know, when I was starting, when my tires started to go flat on the highway. I'm so thankful that I was right there by an exit because yeah. that's the last thing I want to be doing is changing a tire on my driver's side on the highway. Yeah. You know, have my legs sticking out from underneath the car, <laughs> get them ran over or something by a fucking car semi. comes up and slams into the back <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. car, just takes you out. Yeah, I just fucking go out like a fucking tube of toothpaste. <laughs> you know, just rolling it up from the bottom. I feel the same way with you uh, about just the whole driving aspect. Like, one thing my grandfather told my dad, my dad told me, you know, just about driving is whenever you're on the road, you know, you should kind of just think that everyone else on the road could be crazy. You know, they could all be crazy. You mm-hmm. know, at any given moment, they could just, you know, go off the rails and slam into you whatever. So like you said, and you don't want to fight those people if you get in a road rage accident because you can't stop crazy. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I used to be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I used to be a hothead too when yeah. I was driving back. And then you learn that you can't be like that. Oh, especially yeah. with people nowadays. You oh, have yeah. no clue if they have Guns, a gun on weapons. them. You know, they could be crazy. Yeah. Just fucking smash into you because we know somebody personally who's tried to run over somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's fucking crazy. Uh, but I mean, I guess that's one of the many. Uh, things that comes with driving you know there's a lot of pros but that just happens to be one of the cons is you have to deal with the shitty drivers the people that just no regard for anyone else's safety but their own you know disregard for everyone else all around them yeah Uh, 
and you know that's just how it is in life in general and i i always uh bitch about semi drivers too you oh know? man they're the worst they should have their own roads let's I, make yeah. semis their own super highways that they could just you know we'll get our shit quicker too <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i like i like i was saying i always bitch about that but it's one of those things like who the fuck am i you know it's not my road mm-hmm. i gotta be courteous to them as well but it's just sketchy sometimes when I'm halfway up their trailer and I can see them in their mirror so I know they can see me but they still force their way in. Yes. It's like, okay, now, that's... I understand if I'm in a blind spot but if I can see your eyes, you can see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it comes back to the whole driving on the highway as much as we do. I'm sure they see even more highway, yeah. even more crazy shit. So they're at the point of where they just don't give a fuck about yeah. all the cars around them. They're just like... You know, I'm going to go at my pace. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm on schedule, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm bigger my than biggest, you. My biggest beef with them is when we got two of them side by side <laughs> yeah. going either exactly at the speed limit or under the speed yeah, limit. Yeah, it's always 500. Yeah. It's like, come the fuck on. And then they get pissed when you're like, And there's like, enough room for them to get over. And yeah. And they just don't want to. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, I don't want to ride your ass, but... <laughs> I have to because everyone's going to ride my ass. Yeah. It's like when they're fucking riding side by side, they're having like a sext on the CB. Well, what they're doing is they're setting their cruise control at the same speed (laughs) and then they're both just beating off and showing each other (laughs) their dicks. They're like, hey, look at mine. Yeah. No, look at mine. Look, I'm going to come before you. (laughs) Yeah. And we can't see it because we're so low. Exactly. And then once they finish, that's when they kind of merge off into their (laughs) own ways. I mean, I don't know. It's a trucker thing, maybe. Yeah. It's like, hey, maybe pull off the next stop if you guys want to be in each other. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, no disrespect to truckers. You guys, yeah, yeah. you guys help run the country. Oh yeah, for sure. I've had family member truckers. But you guys need to quit doing that shit for real. Yeah, and you know, also coming back to what we were saying, pay attention yes. when you're driving, and not just semi drivers. Everybody. Yeah, and because most of the wrecks that I've seen are uh, are semis. cars. I mean, well, I'm, that, I thought we were, I thought personally. we were talking about like with a semi in a car, like it's usually a car causing. Oh yeah causing it to the semi but yeah in general i see more semi uh, crashes on cars on mm-hmm. the highway like i can't remember how long ago it was but there was like that huge wreck where like the top of the semi was just gone well that one was bad too the whole cab was just turned sideways yeah, and it was the, just the was uh, the chassis the it was chassis, still just yeah, straight like normal it's like okay it's yeah, like somebody didn't connect the top yeah. to it you know but um I can't remember what it was, but it was like six semis and 12 cars or something like that. It was one of those semis that haul the cars on the back of it, got into a wreck. Uh-huh. And it was on, on our route. Because hmm. uh, do you remember that night when uh, I called you to tell you traffic was backed up yeah. at our exit to come home? It was that night. Hmm. It was like 12 semis or whatever. Or not 12 semis, like six semis and 12 cars. Something like that. I couldn't imagine. Like every, I've anytime, probably seen it, I just don't remember just because we've seen so much of yeah. it now. Those trucks always sketch me. I always try to get up past the semi yeah. just in case, but those ones that are carrying cars on it. The ones like that sketch me them. are the ones with like big ass, like just metal rods or, you know, wooden logs and shit just because ever seen you know final destination (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god but i was 12 when that came out or something like that so i noticed those titties before i saw the uh 
Yeah. Logs flying off the back <laughs> of the fucking thing. I'm like, I'm a twelve. Like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Boobies. titties in this movie. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that. You want to make a good movie, you gotta have at least one set of boobies in that thing. Yeah, and uh, I think that goes hand in hand with horror movies, pretty much. If if the script's not that strong, you gotta have titties in there uh, of somewhere. Of course, you know. <laughs> and you know that's the only reason they had it in there. Yeah, like because why else are they gonna have somebody on the highway? On the back of a motorcycle flashing their tits at other cars. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Look at every horror movie back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. I mean, they kind of used it as like every person that had sex, you know, especially teen wise, was getting killed. So oh, they yeah. kind of used that as like, hey, some propaganda against you. <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys have sex and you might fucking die. There might be someone that comes and stabs you in the back. I, want, I wonder how. That... Not really, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you really hope that. I know yeah, you. I mean, you really yeah, fucking I really hope that. Do. Like, you have sex, you get <laughs> yeah. fucking stabbed in the back. Dude, if I have kids and they have sex before they're married, I'm jamming a machete through their back. Yeah. You yeah. know, all the way through it. They're dead. You're beating them in the head <laughs> yeah. with a baseball bat right then and there. <laughs> I'll be done. like, I'll be like Jason. I'll be hiding under their bed waiting for them. It'll be a fucking <laughs> trap. I'll, I'll even text them, hey, I'm not home tonight. <laughs> yeah, so you better fucking... Be good, and then I'll <laughs> secretly be watching, waiting with a fucking machete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd cut off all their hands and legs though, first. That way yeah. they can't, they're just crawling around with nubs. Yeah, you thought China was bad or whatever it is. <laughs> you, you steal something, you get a hand chopped off. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. Nah. Um, but, what, you know, I was thinking, like, when did that start happening in horror movies? Fucking, they're like, all right, tits. We got to put tits in there. Yeah. Tits, sex, drugs. You know, I want to say it started with, you know, like the campy 80s horror movies. Yeah, I would say it started off more as a propaganda thing, but now it's almost like it's like a cult. It's not it's not. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's almost like you said, it's not a cliche if it's not in it. You know what I mean? Like, if it's in it. It's like, okay, yeah, now it's a horror movie. You know, we have everything that all the makings of a horror movie, you know. What I've noticed nowadays, it seems like more horror movies nowadays aren't don't really have much nudity in it, if at all. Uh, no, and in all honesty, and you know what's also funny about that is they're also not as good. And I'm not sure if that goes hand <laughs> yeah, in hand. I think but it does. Yeah, I mean, I who think knows? Did I haven't seen it too, but did it have any titties in it? I haven't seen because I heard it. I mean, I heard it, it didn't is, do great. And it, that's the thing. But I think if it did have titties, it was that old lady. Oh my that goodness! Pennywise yeah, was starting you to... need a good set of titties in your yeah. movie to make it pop. I mean, you know, any set nothing, of titties. Yeah, good titties. I mean, nothing against that old lady titty, but that was old Pennywise titties. So yeah. you know, they made that shit look look I mean, a certain it's fucking, way. It's sagging, you know. It's got style. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe you can <laughs> yeah. fit the whole thing in your mouth like an eclair donut or something. Yeah. Too know. fucking flat. Actually, over there <laughs> flapping them with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of uh, horror movies and shit, Halloween, right around the fucking corner. Yeah. How do you feel about Halloween? Is that one of your favorite holidays? I like Halloween. Uh, I don't know. It sucks that, you know, eventually you have to uh, grow, grow up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Quit get it. treating. Yeah. Because then, or else it's, you know, weird. You know, can't be an adult trick-or-treating. 
Well, I'm about to start because I've been seeing rumors about them putting weed candy in kids' bags. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll dress up like Tim Dillon, dude. I'll fucking put ponytails in. Yeah, find the yeah. house and just go, like, walk up on your knees, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, more please. <laughs> please, more sir, please. can I have another? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be coming back in different fucking outfits. All my yeah. nephews running up there, quick, hit this house, they got good candy. <laughs> And then I'll swap them out with yeah. fucking Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Use the kids <laughs> yeah. for the candy. Yeah, they're my fucking drug mule. Nah, it's all good. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's cool because when you're a kid, you know, you enjoy that a different way. And then when you're an adult, you know, you enjoy it as, you know, you're the one that, you know, oh, how can I scare, you know, if you're into that type of thing, how yeah. can I? And I know you love scaring kids. Oh, I love scaring kids. <laughs> You know, anyone, honestly, but kids are just the easier, especially <laughs> yeah. when it comes to my niece and nephews. They get it the worst. Yeah, say what it really is. You like traumatizing kids. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> that wolf mask from last year. Oh, yeah. I when bought you were it telling at, me about that, like, dude, Home I was Depot laughing or my something. ass off. Okay, so let me run this down okay. for you. Laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that thing looks intense, that mask. Yeah, and it was late <laughs> at night. It was like 12, 1 o'clock. Because, you know, when the kids are at Uncle Greg's house, you know, they can get away with whatever. Yeah. And uh, and so we also have uh, two Huskies, two Siberian Huskies as well, just for the viewers. Because uh, that adds to the story. Okay. Um. So we're... Uh, we're all enjoying ourselves, and I had this whole uh, little scene pl- planned out that I had rehearsed with uh, Jamie, uh, my significant other, for the viewers. Uh, for the viewers. And I had told her that I was going to go outside with this wolf mask, and this wolf mask is... Uh, very detailed uh, in the face. The eyes are very dark with a golden uh, yellow color in them. They almost look very real and menacing. Yeah. And uh, the jaw opens up. It's a very, very cool mask. Uh, the, the jaw of it, is that like a mechanical one? Like you can open it and close yeah, it? Yeah, like when you open up your jaw, it opens up the jaw on it oh, too. Oh, okay. So, That's cool. Like, yeah. So, I didn't know that. I've only actually just seen the mask, yeah. not in use. It honestly reminds me of one of the old, like, 80s, 90s werewolf masks that you would see in a movie. One of those old, like, real scary looking, yeah. uh, back when the, uh, like America it was all costumes were real shit. and stuff and not CG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so getting back to the story, I had told Jamie that I was going to go outside and, uh, wait out there. And we had told the kids prior that we had a wolf locked up in the back room. His name was (laughs) Fluffy. Yeah. And, uh, he could only go out with me, uh, cause I was the only one that could handle him. Yeah. And we, uh, brought the kids into our reptile room and uh i had acted like i was bringing fluffy out so i was acting like she was scratching on the door and or he whatever uh was scratching on the door and making noises like growling noises and uh just messing with them and then i went outside and uh 
you know, they went back into the living room and were playing around and I had called Jamie and I said, Hey, uh, you know, tell the kids, uh, that fluffy got loose yeah, and that, uh, I'm going to look for him. And I said, but get ready to put me on speaker. That way they can hear me talk for real quick. Now, at, at this point, did they like believe you or they're, they're very like, gullible? They're still very young. So, you know, so it wasn't like, oh, he's just fucking around. I mean, the oldest, be. the oldest was probably, you know, at that age where he's like, this could be a joke. This could be all fake, but let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you, you, she, she puts me on speaker. speaker and I, I'm starting to talk and I'm like, Hey kids, stay away from the windows. Uh, Fluffy got out and he's circling around the house. I don't know where he's at, but I'm going to look for him. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Oh fuck. Yeah. This is real. <laughs> yeah. And because, you know, I'm, it's me, you know, it's their <laughs> yeah. uncle. Yeah. Uh, their loving uncle just destroying these kids' trust in you. Oh, they deserve it. Trust me, they're, they're little little shits from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> so they deserved it. A little shit uh, deserves the trauma. But they definitely are loved. Yeah, um, yeah. And I did this with love. Yeah. You know, because who's gonna if they don't know fear? You know, who's gonna teach it to them? Yeah. Plus, it's you know, it's fucking. Yeah. The, gets their, keeps yeah. their imagination. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I told Jamie to go to the front door. And uh, act like she was locking it, but to unlock it. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, I'm standing in the front yard with the mask on, and it's it's also one o'clock at night, and and I'm <laughs> I, I'm wearing this mask, and I'm thinking to myself, "Holy shit! I hope none of the neighbors see and call the cops on yeah. me." And then next thing I know, I'm getting shot. Uh, not saying they would, but yeah, you know, you yeah, they know. see me, and they're like, "Oh shit! What's that, pop?" Yeah. <laughs> uh. And so I, they're starting to make their way to the front door and, uh, I go up to one of the windows close to the front door and I start scratching on it and, uh, Jamie's like, what's that? You know, I could hear, and she moves the curtains over and I see all the kids and like, they're starting to look out the window, but I didn't show myself yet. I could just see them starting to look and then all of a sudden I just pop out and I'm like, ah, you know, I scare them like, ah, (laughs) And I hear him scream and scream and uh, run through, and I hear them run into another room and close the door. Like I, it was just loud, you know. I could hear it all from outside. So there's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I go inside, still wearing the mask. Uh, at this point, you know, I know they're all in the, uh, they're in the reptile room. Yeah. So I head down the the hall, uh, towards the reptile room. And I'm making growling noises and stuff. And then I get to the point of where uh, I'm scratching on the door of the reptile room. And I'm making a lot of noise and stuff. And I can hear them inside, like, you know, kind of a little bit, a little bit of, you know, crying, but not too <laughs> yeah, bad. Just, it's starting you know, to get real. Yeah, I could hear the fear. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so I'll go into the uh, another room and I'll just hide out in there and I'll let them come out. And so I did. And uh, Jamie kind of corks them out. She opened up the reptile room, and I could hear that the the it was opening, and uh, so I I come hauling ass out of the other room that I was in, yeah. and I'm wearing this black jacket with that <laughs> has fur on it, yeah. and I'm wearing this uh, 
you know, very realistic looking mask that also has fur on it. So I, I look legit and I'm yeah. also wearing these black gloves to make it look, you know, I'm trying to look legit as possible. Yeah. And I'm running in on all fours, just growling and, <laughs> you know, making noises. And I swear on everything. Oh, I wish I would have videotaped it, but my two nephews and my niece my the oldest nephew was kind of laughing but i could see the fear in his face it was kind of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a nervous laugh yeah the uh my other nephew he was oh my goodness <laughs> he was screaming at the yeah. top of his lungs i couldn't even see his eyes they were so just <laughs> squinting because just the fear just yeah. tear run tears <laughs> running down his face my little niece bless her heart <laughs> she starts you know She's screaming too, and you know the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the loss of breath. Attack. You know, like you uh, and bags. what made it even better was my dog. At this point, was standing in in front of all three of them, <laughs> standing in front of all three of them, taking a shit. I scared the shit out of my dog too, <laughs> literally, dude. Yeah, literally, (laughs) they're screaming their head off while she is shitting right in front of them, like just ear slicked back, just looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? And I tell you what, my ears were ringing for like the next eight hours because they hit such a pitch when I scared them. Like, oh my goodness. I'm surprised no one called the fucking cops. I, I honestly was expecting it. Yeah. I was getting ready for like a story like, yeah, officer, we were, I was just, you know, teaching fear to these children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you went to sleep that night with a smile on your oh face. Oh my goodness, I did. <laughs> I mean, once they calmed down and everything, of course, I mean, but it was, it, yeah. it was worth it because like I said, anyone with kids or anyone that is an uncle or a cool uncle, at least in my opinion, you know, knows that. You know, this this just comes with the territory of being <laughs> yeah. a kid. I remember being scared, you know, before and, you know, hey, go in this room. And the next thing you know, the lights are shutting off on me and I'm hearing the door shut behind me. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. like, yeah, real funny. Like, yeah. But it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, how how did uh, the parents re- receive or, you know, how what was their feelings on this? Uh, It didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter no because they were at my house and, you <laughs> know it, they were fine it was the next day you know oh. they went home all good they or were all sugared out and uh <laughs> sugared out oh yeah they they drink pop they, non-stop and eat all the candy they want yeah, I, like an uncle does her like, parents just their parents gorge. gave me all their candy and i just put oh, it okay. in a big old bin and whenever they're over it's like have at it you know <laughs> yeah they're not they're they're not staying with me, so yeah, it's fine. That's what uncles are for. Exactly. Uncles and aunts. They're there to spoil the kid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did they have trouble sleeping that night? Uh no, they probably slept better knowing that uh you know, Fluffy didn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now to this day, do they know it was you or do they still think that you know, I'm not sure if it's PTSD or what, but <laughs> they still do bring up Fluffy from time to time. Yeah. And I have told them that it's fake. So, I mean, I don't know yeah. if they're just messing with me at this point or. Yeah, they're like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, I can't trust you anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love you and stuff. You give me all the candy I want. But man, with Fluffy, I can't, you know, I just can't tell with you. Yeah, fucking Halloween frights for the kids. Yeah, I love Halloween. Yeah. Scary movies and all. 
I wish it was like the old school Halloween though, you know, fucking yeah. sacrifices and all that yeah. shit, and burning people at the stake, yeah, blood orgies. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> a blood orgy. Yeah, I'll fucking cut my arm and let it bleed all over my dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking just you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cut my nipples <laughs> off or something. Yeah. I don't use those anyway. Yeah, right. I'll fucking suck them <laughs> off your chest. Well, I'll just cut them off and throw them in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That works. It'll be like a, an offering. Yeah. And then I'll be like breastfeeding everyone in the orgy my blood. <laughs> yeah. Blood milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll start feeding you hormones. You want so you some? start lactating. Come here. You want some? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come but, on. Papa's got milk for you. Your fucking wolf down there wants some. Yeah. She's Your white wolf. Yeah. Fucking Sif. Where'd you... It, that's from uh, Final Fantasy? No, that's from uh, Dark Souls. Um, You know, still nerd shit. Yeah, but still <laughs> really cool nerd shit. Yeah. This yeah. white white supremacist dog. My Siberian husky, <laughs> Sif. I remember when you got that little shit. Yeah. She's two years old now. Yeah, little pup. Yeah. I remember whooping its ass and I'll look at it coming back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. It always wants to play every time I come over now. She's a good girl. Still a friend to it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> She's the only one that's put holes in me other than, you know, out of her and Broly. Mm. <laughs> well, but she's the know. nice, she's, you know, the nicer one of the two when it comes to uh, listening. That's the payback, though, for scaring the kids. She's really got to put it down on you. Well, she's the one that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got PTSD. Yeah, and that was when, when she was like a year old. Your hair starts getting a little bit too long, and she starts cowering like, yeah. oh, fuck, is that, is that thing back? Uh, uh, she knows I'm alpha. I wonder if that was like, uh, her reaction was like a, uh, I know that like animals supposedly piss and shit when they're like scared, g- giving up or whatever. Or I mean, I had a, my parents had a dog that peed when it was excited. Yeah. But I don't know if they shit out of excitement. Yeah, <laughs> you it was know? definitely probably a fear thing. Cause yeah. I mean, I came in hot, and I mean, not to toot my own my own horn or nothing, <laughs> but you know, being in a metal band, you know, I was yeah. I was growling pretty good, you know, <laughs> making it believable. Yeah, professional kid scarer. <laughs> that's that's you. Yeah, call me and I'll come and scare your kids. Yeah, but I was wondering if that was like if if in her mind that was like the PTSD from the the bloodline of her you know dna and all that shit like how they say that humans are primarily afraid of like the dark because our ancestors had to deal with things uh-huh. in the dark that tried to kill them all the time yeah. or a fear of spiders and snakes and stuff like and you that. think hers is like something like she's like dealing with bigger like, yeah like back in the day because <clears throat> what a real wolf is like four times the size of her oh yeah they're massive <laughs> yeah and i'm sure they were even bigger back in the fucking day yeah, oh, she's puppy. a purebred Siberian husky, and it's like, yeah. aren't you fucking rich? She's oh yeah, well, this yeah, Richard right. over oh, here. Oh my god, <laughs> I need this dog, please. Uh, if it's not purebred, then I don't <laughs> want it. I'm very regal. <laughs> <laughs> I wipe my ass with gold leaf toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I wipe mine with fucking baby wipes because I'm a yeah. child. I wipe mine with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dip it in a cup of water. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I uh, wipe it with my hand, and then I just take what's on my hand, and I wipe it under the sink lip. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then whatever just falls off and forms into a pile, I sweep up later. Yeah, that's another treat for the kids yeah. when they're trying to grab one to pull themselves up to brush their teeth. <laughs> Why are my thumbs brown, Uncle Gregory? I don't know. Uh, just uh, 
I think it's I think it's chocolate. <laughs> they started fucking licking it off. Could you fucking imagine? You know what? I it's wanted to nutty. ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a true crime podcast? No. <laughs> Why not? That's what this show's all about. <laughs> because it would be uh, too much work to yeah. uh, look up the different, uh, you know, shit all the time, especially to be consistent. But if we're at least on my end, because you know I'm already pretty busy, especially to, like I said, look up every little detail yeah. of every little case and make sure I'm, it's a hundred percent. We could just be. talk about my criminal record because you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't mind talking about <laughs> shit from time to time about certain stuff, but not yeah. every single episode. I'm cool. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. You my know. criminal record is real though, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking. Yeah, I got street cred. Fucking yeah. Real uh, criminal over here. <laughs> yeah, hardened fucking criminal. Fucking, that shit always pisses me off. Because, yeah. I don't know, like, when I was growing up, I was always like the... But it's not like my parents were strict or anything, but I was always afraid to get in trouble. And I've not ever really, like, been whipped. I, a couple yeah. times I have been, but there's just something about me. Like, I always, I never wanted to fuck up when I was a kid. So when I started getting older and I got like that uh uh drug charge in Hebron. Yeah. You know, marijuana, not anything hard or anything, you know. It was black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him lie to you. Yeah, I used to brush my teeth with it. <laughs> but that like when I remember when I uh got in trouble for all that shit, dude. I was just more afraid to tell my parents about it yeah. than actually going to court and I think it's more of it. a disappointment type thing. Like, you don't want to disappoint your parents because, I mean, I don't remember where I heard it from, but someone said, like, your parents can say, hey, I'm mad at you, and it's like, well, big deal. You'll get over it. Yeah. But when you hear your parents say, you know, I'm disappointed in you, it's like, yeah. man, you know, I'm not, li- you know not saying you have to live up to your parents' expectations, but in a way it's like, you know, I'm letting my whoever, you know, my mom or my dad down. And I mean, if you care about your parents, you know, at least for me, I don't like disappointing my parents. And I mean, it just depends on the subject itself, but you know, more times than not, it's, you know, I feel it's a disappointment type thing. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I don't, I just always struggled with that kind of shit. And I mean, I understand because I feel the same way. I yeah. mean, to a sense, I'm surprised I didn't deal with more shit that I, you know, uh, had to deal with, uh, crime wise. Yeah. Cause I had my fair share of shit that I've gotten into just, yeah. you know, I just didn't get caught. Uh, Oh yeah. We can go down that fucking <laughs> hole eventually sometime. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I was more worried about like disappointing my parents like you know the first time getting a speeding ticket and going to yeah. tell my parents like fuck you know I don't want to you know make them mad and you know them think that I'm not able to handle driving my car yeah because I was you know still on the younger side but I don't know so it's <clears throat> so that's what's weird for me as far as like getting a speeding ticket or whatever I never really cared about that, bringing that kind of stuff up to my parents. Yeah. And even, like, when I was in school, like, I just flat out didn't even fucking try. Yeah. And I didn't even care or not whether my parents cared about that. Because it was one of those things. Well, I like, didn't take 
any classes or nothing too. So it was more just like, I didn't want them to feel like I wasn't, you know, able to handle it or capable at that oh, time. I got you, it was yeah. still like really new of, cause I got my first ticket, uh, within my first, uh, week or two of getting my license yeah. and it was doing like 90 something. So, okay. So <clears throat> how, so I went through driving school, Yeah, you know, when I was, uh, 15 and a half 16 in that area you know I appreciate my mom putting me through that Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird because my parents only drove with me like once or twice during that time but all of my actual real road experience came from the driving instructor at school Mm -hmm. so I'm thankful that my mom uh, paid to put me through that I believe that people should have to do some sort of driving school. Like, I get it if you're 18, mm-hmm. you go in, hey, let me take the written test and then drive around the fucking block yeah. to get my license. That's sketchy to me just because, you know, I've seen firsthand what inexperienced drivers drive like, how dangerous oh, it is for, for sure. the road. So, I guess what I'm. I mean, I was dangerous in the beginning too, but I was able, I was lucky enough to where I had. Uh, people that were willing to take the time to you know make me better like you know my mom and my dad would let me drive to and from work you know i'd drive to work during the day drive home at night (laughs) excuse me damn i was holding that back yeah that was a fucking child scream coming up from the past yeah uh um and then as well as any any time they would need to go somewhere, I'd drive or, you know, I was always trying to get some practice in. And this was when you had your license? Uh, even before. Or your permit? Like, yeah, when I had my permit and even when I had my license, it wasn't just right off the rip, you know, have fun. It yeah. was, hey, you need to show us that you're responsible enough, which in all honesty, I like that they did that because you know it made me appreciate driving more you know it did get to points where they're like you know have at it you know it wasn't like hey mom dad you know it and i'm not saying that it should be like that for everybody but i'm saying for me just because my lifestyle i feel like if i would have been given all the freedom of the world you know i probably wouldn't have been going down the best uh you know, lifestyle path or making the best choices, you know? Yeah. I, I pretty much had full freedom after I got my license. Like my mom tried to be like, Hey, you gotta be home by this time. And I'm like, yeah, cool. How about not? Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna, any to any time I really couldn't drive is when my car was broke down. Like, I don't ever remember a time where I got grounded from driving. It's pretty much at that point in my life. It was like, I'm doing me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was 16. I was just, uh, I was just hitting that teenage rebellion. Yeah. You know, I did, but it was also to a point where, uh, my dad was pretty intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, his, I, I didn't have his to deal way with or the highway. Yeah. And, uh, it's just like, uh, more just a respect thing. Like I'll respect your shit. So, you know, you have to respect mine because if, if I'm respecting you, then I expect the respect back, you know? Yeah. I didn't start the respect thing until I was started hitting my early to maybe mid twenties. Like, like as far as like the way my parents go, you know? Yeah. And that's what I mean was just the respect with parents. Like when it comes to other people, I've always shown respect to other people, but yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. So what I was wondering was, do you think that 
people should have to go through some sort of driving probation period before being able to get their license, even if they're adult, uh, if they're an adult. I don't think you should be forced to go into a school, but you should have to have. I'm saying like even if it's just like a couple weeks, you under, know what I'm saying? Not like a full three month or six uh, month or anything, but just to no, prove that you. I mean, in all drive. honesty, I'm a big uh, person of like choice. You should have the choice to do it or not. Like you should. No one should be forcing you to go and do that. I mean, obviously, if it's court ordered type forcements, you know, whatever, that's court ordered. But to get your license, I mean, would it be beneficial? Like, yeah, like I think it would be beneficial for people to go through a uh, little course, no matter how long it is. Like, and that's coming from me. I haven't taken the course. I probably should have. I mean, I'm good now and stuff, you know. Debatable. <laughs> yeah, right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Many years under the belt now. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. I, I think how long you've been driving, it's like, damn. Yeah, I'm coming up on fifteen fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> I know other people are gonna yeah. be like, Oh, only fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, fuck you, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I've been driving but, for seven yeah, years. We understand, but I mean you gotta give that's that's a decent amount of fucking time. Yeah. And yeah, and that's why I was wondering because like that's longer than most relationships. <laughs> yeah, especially for me. <laughs> and I've been single longer than I've been taken. Um, so I I just think that it's an issue. I, I'm all for freedom, you know, but I just think it's an issue when like an 18 year old can just come in with no driving experience, yeah. pay money, literally drive around a fucking block. All you gotta do is hit the gas and the brake for four stops Mm -hmm. that's all my the first driving test i did we kind of went through the city and i fucked up yeah i failed my first test but the second time i did it they literally took me around the block yeah no stoplights no pedestrians no other cars they just gave it to me so i just feel like if you're 18 and they give you that around the block treatment that's dangerous i feel if you don't take the the classes you should still have to take like some type of at home type of course thing to where it's like uh uh like in high school we used to have to have some type of uh what is it community service uh credits like we would have to have a certain amount of hours of community service work in order to graduate Oh, okay. Uh, And I think it should be, like, maybe something along those lines where, like, okay, you're not going to do the classes. You're not going to go to the classes, but maybe you can, like, log your hours and have people sign off on you. Because when you're practicing, you know, you obviously have to have someone else in the car. And even when uh, you're getting your license, you know, you should have to have a log showing, like when you're turning 18 to go in to get your license, you should go have to have a log that shows like, even if you're 18 and up, you know, like, Hey, I have this many hours now of practice time. I can get my license. Yeah. So maybe something like that, but I don't know. That's just off the top of the head. That's what it was uh, for when I was in driving school. Like you had to do the written shit, of course, but I think we had to do like, I want to say it was like maybe 12 to 16 hours of drive time with an instructor. Mm hmm. And that was so beneficial to me. Yeah. You know, because they grilled it into my head, like how to pay attention. Like, and that's their job. They do that shit every day. And here's one of the things that uh, somebody that we know, I had to point out to them when we were driving, how you can see if there's somebody in front of a car. Like mm-hmm. you can't see their body. 
Yeah, you see the lights and stuff. No, like or, uh, like like an actual pedestrian in front of a car. Like oh, like if there's oh, parallel parking about, on the like side of the road. Like a car driving on the road. Yeah, so if there's like a parallel parking yeah. on the side of the road and there's people in front of the car, mm-hmm. but you can't see them from behind. Mm-hmm. This person didn't know how to tell if there was somebody there. Yeah. You can see under the car. Yeah. When you're coming up to it. But I see that's like one of those things like I probably wouldn't have known that if I didn't go to school for it. Yeah. Or if you didn't, you know, drive yourself, you know, like have time to drive and see that type of stuff yeah. as you're doing it. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> if you can't see that person's foot and you didn't know to look for it and you hit him, yeah, that's on you. There you are know. those people out there that look for those scams. <laughs> yeah. Run, run and jump in front of your uh, vehicle. Yeah. Those insurance fraudsters. Oh, I don't want this car anymore. I'm going to yeah. let somebody rear-end it on purpose. Oh, yeah, that was an accident. Let me accidentally hit this pole. <clears throat> um, kind of getting off topic a little bit here. Nope. Uh, you better ask for permission next time. Nope. It's happening. <laughs> nah. Forcefully. I'll shut this thing down Forcefully. right now. Forcefully. <laughs> this will be the last you fucking one. You will not one. touch that button. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Get him, Seth. I'll fucking... Look at that dog. It's giving me those sex eyes. (laughs) She's mine. Anyways, moving Uh, on. (laughs) uh, I don't go into music now. Uh, I had read an article recently about, I've been reading many articles about this uh, person in particular, but just going to talk about the band for a second. Van Halen. Never heard of them. Yeah. They're not that, they're not that popular. Um, Sounds like they don't make good music. Yeah, they make like very glam pop type music. Oh, what? Uh, I may have heard of them. Did they do that song with Post Malone? Uh, yeah, I think they did. <laughs> and uh, uh, whatever rap, uh, the rapper. I don't know, <laughs> I don't Young know. Nas X or whatever yeah, his name something, is. Something. Yeah. Young Mill X. Not that I don't know rap. It's just not coming to me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's rap nowadays. Yeah. But anyways, this is Van Halen you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, but the amazing Matt Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, let's let's be real. They're, yeah. Uh, Eddie. Yeah. They're the best. Diamond Dave. One of the best at what they do. Um, I had seen maybe a month or so ago that they had canceled some of their tour dates and that they were, you know, stopping the the current tour that they were doing or like the one that they were about to do, whichever it was. Yeah. And then I was starting to see, you know, later on in articles that, uh, there was issues with Eddie Van Halen and it was just one of those things where I'm like, you know, you know, you don't like to see, uh, I guess, if you will, childhood heroes, because, I mean, growing up in a musical uh, family, I guess, yeah. and as well as, you know, just growing up with music myself, you know, he was one, definitely one of my inspirations. Eddie? Uh, yeah, even as a guitarist. Um, but, you know, you're starting to hear that his uh, there's something up with his health, but, yeah. you know, it's just like everyone, every, everything that I was ever looking up and seeing on it was just real vague. And uh, I guess come to find out in this recent article that I read, I guess he has uh, throat cancer. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I guess they had to like remove like one third of his tongue already. And, Damn. Uh, has to have his like throat scraped and all this stuff to get some of those cancer cells out. Is it's that like, from Siggy's? Fuck. 
Uh, I guess they were thinking that it was from early days of playing. Whenever he would play, uh, he'd be playing. He was shredding too hard, and the smoke coming off the neck. Yeah, inhaling just it. inhaling it. Yeah. Uh, no, it was from he'd be jamming with his guitar pick against the strings, and then he'd put the guitar pick in his mouth, and mm. so I guess some of the maybe metal off the strings and stuff. Maybe he was inhaling it, or you know. Uh, but I guess that he, that's what they, I don't know if it was the doctor saying that or if it was just what he was saying, but I mean, I know he smoked too, so I'm yeah. sure that didn't help. Yeah. <clears throat> that's rough. Yeah, it is. Especially coming from a band like that. Cause it's like Motley Crue already, uh, retired their, you know, their whole band and they're done touring and stuff and yeah, good riddance, huh? <laughs> I mean, if you don't like the music, I guess, yeah, but if you're a fan, then it's like, it's yeah, yeah. It's the end of an era, almost, in a way, you know, Ozzy's yeah. getting old and shit, and, uh... I yeah. saw Ozzy at, uh, I want to say it was OzFest 2007, mm-hmm. live. One of the... One of the only couple times he ever went to Ozfest. Yeah, I think it may have been the last one or one of the last ones. Yeah. It was completely free, the whole thing. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, obviously, I had to pay for merch and drinks and all that yeah. shit, but tickets were free. Hmm. And this was around the time like uh, a lot of good bands, the Osbournes. Yeah. Oh on, yeah. On, or whatever it was. Yeah. And he's all fucking mumbling, and you can't even. Uh, 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 he sounded great. Live, yeah. I wonder bet- if it was just a, a shtick. I I want to say so, or maybe like he was literally or legitimately fucked up that whole time. Yeah, he could have been. But when I saw him live, dude, in between the songs when he was talking, I could hear him crystal clear. I know him and Sharon were having issues, you know, throughout that. And I I mean, I know they're not together now, or maybe they are back together. But yeah. I know they split for a while too. That just seems normal at this point. Yeah, you know, especially with celebrity uh, relationships. It's like if you're a celebrity, more than likely, you know, you're gonna yeah not be in a long relationship. I know more people separated than that stick together. Yeah, you know. And the ones that do, it's like even they have their issues, and it's always yeah. public. But yeah. I guess that's the. The shit that comes with the territory. Yep. Well, we've been fucking doing this thing for about an hour 25. Yep. You want to wrap it up here? You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nope. Just figured I'd uh, throw in the Eddie Van Halen stuff yeah. just because, you know, it just popped into my head and get your uh, two cents on it well next time you throw something in off topic I might start throwing these hands at you yeah well next time I'll make sure that it's at the level for you to comprehend <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's on site and comprehension <laughs> is basically my the definition of me you didn't know that did you <laughs> like my name my real name is comprehension they just call me Kenny for short oh yeah yeah it's like cause you know when people come from a different country you can't pronounce their name you can't grasp the concept of their name, so they have to pick, like, oh, yeah, my real name's Muhammad something, but call me John. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your real name's Comprehension? Yeah, yeah. Comprehension, bad motherfucker, hands on sight. That's my <laughs> full name. <laughs> That's my full fucking name. And I've been boxing since day one. Yeah. You know, fucking Crone came out with a black belt, I came out with these hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They came out feeling like Andrews. <laughs> I think the dog's yeah, telling even, us to shut the fuck even up. Even Seth's getting worked up over here. I think you're scaring her from that PTSD <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, she's getting hot. 
We're gonna fucking win that breathing on. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm cutting this shit. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.